Draft is over. We are back. Bet online. Salute Detroit podcast. <coughs> I'm all choked up because I am excited today. We're doing one of the best positions. The top ten from one of the best positions. Probably this one is probably going to be one of the best positions that we're going to debate over, um, other than quarterback probably. Um, but today we're this is all time, and we have to give this disclaimer. It's the Bet Online Salute Troy podcast. I'm with my host, Candace Davis Price, hey. fellow Trojan. There we go. Good time. She's seen some of these guys in action for sure. Side um, by side. <laughs> this is probably going to be debatable. We're going to get a lot of comments. Now, I've been told this. I will suggest this. I'm going to tell you this right now. Watch it on YouTube. When you watch this, go back and look at the show. Watch it on YouTube. So you can see the comments. And okay. Ryan has gave us full reign to comment if we want to comment. Oh, but you have to, you have to you still have to keep it within the you have to keep it I mean, PG 13. So what you're telling me is people are gonna be Twitter thugging on us because they're gonna be real bold behind the keyboard, is what you're saying. Right, because they're not gonna agree with what we have. Like, but it is what I, it is. I don't care because I mean it's opinion, but I think there's gonna be a lot of upset people because Today, we're doing top 10 running backs all time at USC. Right? And they undoubtedly, arguably, could be top 10 athletes, football players ever in college football. Right. You know, you're right. But who I have at number one and number two, I don't think people are going to expect it to be that. So that's just a little precursor. Okay. Right. So what I how, how I have the rankings is going to be like, uh, and I have a reason why. I don't care about stats. Like, oh, well, he ran more yards than him. He ran more yards than him. That doesn't matter. The most important thing is the impact to the Trojan culture. So when I do my rankings, it's the impact to the Trojan culture, right? So it's like, all right, well, I'll put it like this. Our top three are Heisman winners. I think there are four Heisman winners on this list. Anthony Davis, Charles White, Reggie Bush, OJ Simpson. Oh, and Marcus Allen, five Heisman winners. Let's keep it 100. I mean, even when we were there, when I was there, like the depth of the positions, it kind of made it even difficult for one to shine, right? Right. It might have hurt. So if you got, I won't say any names yet because I don't want to reveal mine, but if you got thunder and lightning, Mm -hmm. it potentially could hurt both of their potential of who they could be great because they were duo. But we'll just leave it there. We don't want to get into it like that yet. And so that was the point that I was going to make. There, there oh, okay. are, there was four. There's four people on on on. Oh, there's four people on my list. There's four people on my list that played in the backfield together. Okay. So there's four people on my list that played in the backfield together. Five Heisman Trophy winners. I think majority of them went on to be a pro. Uh, I think they all ten went to be a pro on my list. So. And most of them have great pro careers. But pro doesn't matter. Let's clear that. It does not matter if they had a great pro career. It matters about, uh, we're talking about USC. So we're going to count Reggie as Eisen winner. Put his jersey back in there. Put his, give him his money back. <laughs> give him, there are billboards. There are, save that for next time. There's a, there's billboards around LA saying, I hey, see. NCAA, give Reggie his, give Reggie his Eisen back. Like. If you're getting, if you're releasing people out of jail for their weed convictions, you're definitely giving Heisman Trophy winners that did not take 
any that didn't murder anybody and that <laughs> didn't take any um, PEDs, giving back their stuff. Okay. Right. So let's start the list. Let's get into this. Right. All right. So my number 10. And it, it, it's tough. Hold on. I have it written down. Let me let me refresh this. I want to make sure we're all good to go. My number 10. It's tough. Played in the backfield with a Heisman Trophy winner. Did not win a Heisman Trophy. But he when he was there, he influenced more games than people think. So when his counterpart, who's also on the list, wasn't playing up to his standard, which was still a high standard, Mm -hmm. he took over the game. I think at one point he had the touchdown record at USC. I could be wrong. If he did not have it, don't kill me for it, people. I think he did. But he was a part of the national championship team, two national championship teams. He was the Thunder in the Thunder and Lightning backfield. And this is your number what? Ten. Okay, we might have we might get it going. My there. number ten is I'm gonna go with Lindell White. Oh, Lindell White is in the top ten, but he's my top five. I mean, he he can be. He's your top five. I understand that, but why do you understand that? Because I mean, a lot a lot of people <clears throat> a lot of people overlook like the true legends that were at USC. Like when we get through the list, you're like. Oh wow! Like any of them, any of them could be any of them could be. I yeah. mean, one through one. I'll say any. Of, I put it like this: any of them could be one through four. You can't be wrong, but you have to make a decision. This is a hard conversation we have to have, right? You have to have hard conversations. We're jumping in this right now. I guess my thoughts are: Are you not discounting him because he's not a Heisman Trophy winner, right? No, I have non Heisman Trophy winners above him. Okay, okay, okay. It doesn't matter about Heisman Trophy winner. It just matters about, like I say, like when I look at it, I look at the legacy of USC, right? We know who Lindell is, but when we talk about the other people, we'll talk about those people before we talk about Lindell, in my opinion. Okay, so Lindell's in my top five. We already getting it cracking, and at least they're, at least he's in both of our top ten. Yeah. So we can be there together. Who do you have for your number ten? So I'm just going to be 100 because, I mean, I feel like my experience is different. Like I was in school with Lindell Wright, with Reggie Bush, like with these guys. Don't get me wrong, Desmond Reed. Okay, this is a guy who anywhere else would start and be fantastic, but was overshadowed by the Thunder and Lightning. So like, I'm going to get no love on this, but Desmond Reed is my number 10. because <laughs> Phenomenal athlete. Um, team player, role player. Um, if you don't have a guy like that, you don't get the relief that you need on those two big guys. And you can throw him in. Um, doesn't tear up the momentum. Overall, I think if we're talking culture and we're talking impact, Desmond Reed is like a ghostwriter. He's making hits, but he's not out there performing on stage. And I feel like he was an integral part at why uh, Lindell and Reggie could be who they were. Uh, that's okay. A, that's, that's a relief guy. So, that's it, Desmond Reed. I, I understand. I, I hear what you're saying. Desmond doesn't make Desmond doesn't make my top ten. No, I know he doesn't make any. If he wasn't my boy, boy, he probably would. <laughs> so I, there's some biased personal feelings there. Just keep. And I on. will tell you why. I'm, this is first thing I'll say. I love Des. Des was a great guy when I came in. Des was already there. Des took. Des was a great leader. Great leader in the locker room. But Des' career got cut short when he got injured at Notre Dame. 
So he never reached his full potential of what he could have been. Great punt mm-hmm. returner. One of the probably the greatest punt returners. He was a great scat back. He had Marshall Falk features, I would say. Okay. But as far as like the legend, the legacy of USC running backs, like he's not in the top 10. Does he make a list? Maybe 25, you know, okay. 50. For sure. Again, you know what I mean? But. You know, you've got th- this is me being the woman. These are my feelings involved. This is my guy. <laughs> yeah. Me and SAS kicking it like we used to be broke yeah. together. We used to be out there hitting the turf with Ivan and Jamie yelling at us. Like it's, it's a totally different uh, feel. <clears throat> when you said impact on culture, there's more culture than there is actual like yardage numbers, statistics. Stuff. No, I understand. Definitely. So gotta, you got, I got, yeah, Alfred, we got to have it interesting. <laughs> hey, you got, you got Dez. I have Lindell. All right, so we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna move on to number nine, right? So I'll let you I'll let you take I'll let you take number nine. Who do you have for number nine? Okay, Mike Garrett. All right, was that because he was your athletic director? <laughs> yes, and to be fair, I didn't realize what an impact he was because I met him as a just a regular I say civilian as like, hey, you need to get these grades up or you're about to be paying for tuition type thing. But then realizing the type of athlete he was. And then, again, this is a personal impact coming back to the school, having a direct impact on the athletes that played an integral part into away from the stats. The top five was really easy for me to come to. But five and below, it kind of got a little muddy for me. So I'm going with Mike Garrett. All right. That, that's a good one. You, you, you got to keep in mind, he's a Heisman winner. So <clears throat> he's a Heisman winner. So my number nine. I actually played with him. He was younger than me. He was versatile. Um, this might be a debate. This might send you two crazy because I put him over Lindell, and I don't care. It is what it is. I He was able to do more. He was able to catch out the backfield. He was able to run the ball. He could be a receiver. He could do everything. Uh, great kid. He was from, the, from Louisiana. He's not with us anymore. Rest in peace. But my oh, number okay. nine – my number nine is Joe McKnight. Yeah, we're there. I, yeah, what Joe did at number nine, like like Joe was a versatile running back. He was a name, household name. Everybody knew who he was. He was supposed to be their next Reggie. He wasn't, but that's fine because he still made big plays at USC. Absolutely. He didn't have to be Reggie. He was able to be Joe. And what they were able to do with Joe, he was able to do a lot of things. Absolutely. Before, on that one. before we move to number eight, before we move to number eight, I want to let you everybody know that this is brought to you by Bet Online. You where you could go, you could bet all your big sports. It's basketball playoffs, USFL, right? We got a big Kentucky Derby race this weekend. All UFC fights up to minute. We're in the middle of baseball season. We even have futures on who's going to win presidential elections. You can prop bet, do everything. Go to betonline.com and put in promo code Believe. That's B E L. A V and you get a 50% match on your bonus. So if you're into sports betting, head to betonline.com. That's betonline.ag where the game starts. One more thing. We put out a poll. Who is the all-time running back? We got the fans vote. The fans did not vote who we thought was number one. Really? Yep. Well, I think we have a little, I think we have a little bit over the crowd. Because it was close. It was close. So Reggie, Reggie, Reggie was 90%. 91% was Marcus Allen. 
Really? Yeah. And I mean, I don't want to get into it too much because we'll get there, but that's what I'm talking about with like, I don't, I'll just be very fair. My USD deep, deep history is very limited because I was there during like Trojan War. Who did, who's in Marcus? Like, is it just Marcus Allen? Like you got Reggie Bush and Lendell Wright, right? So we know for a fact that Reggie and, and Lendell's numbers will be different. It was just them. So what are they basing Marcus Allen on? Was he just like that incredible? He was that incredible. Okay. Marcus Allen was great. <laughs> he was that I incredible. Him, I low-key feel like he could still get out there and get after it. He looks incredible. Yeah. Like, Mar- yeah. Marcus Allen. And, and, and Marcus Allen played in the backfield with Anthony Davis, who also, okay. I believe, won a Heisman. Okay. Okay. All right. So. I feel like undoubtedly people say Marcus Allen when they think of USC running backs. Hmm, maybe not. There's some other names on there that people are like. Oh, eh. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so we are gonna go to number eight. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna lead off this number eight. So my number eight. All right. This is not a very known name, uh, because he kind of played after. Uh, let's see. He played before some big names that came in. But he was a dude. He was a dude. Um, didn't win the Heisman, but ran the ball hard. Rose Bowl guy. My number eight is I'm gonna go with Ricky Bell. Ah, so Ricky Bell played in the seventies. Played okay. in the seventies, big time. He played good football. Was a Rose Bowl guy. He kind of played. Let me check. I think he played after Sam Bell. Yeah, he played. Google, Google facts, right? Because you know they'll be coming for you. So he played after Sam Bam, right? He played after Sam Bam. He played after Sam Bam. He was there after Sam Bam, and he was there before Charles White. So he filled that that void, and he 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 was kind of like you said, the ghostwriter to the start of tailback you. So you had Sam Bam, Ricky Bell, and then Charles White. So that's okay. what I'm going with at number eight. Who do you have? I would go with Joe McKnight at number eight. Okay, I don't and- argue that. I don't okay. argue that. And again, viewers, listeners, it's very different. I had a very personal experience. It wasn't just about statistics. It's really about seeing these guys' work ethic. And when I think of Joe McKnight, I do think of an overall athlete. Also, like you said before, a true stand-up guy. Um, always had a smile, pleasant, more than just a football player. And again, that does impact me as being an athlete more than just stats and numbers. Because those are variables that can be, you know, argued about all types of things. So I will go with Joe McKnight here. All right. I all mean, right. at least not everybody in the group. So I ain't, we ain't got yeah, I, I, Right. Well, I'm, I don't argue that. I'm, I'm okay. not arguing Joe McKnight. I, that, that's a good place. Like, as good as Joe was, Joe's where he belongs in, on this list. Right, because when you look at all the other names, like Joe's where he belongs on this list. So it's not the fact that who's on this list and he's down at the bottom is not a knock on Joe. It's just how great S he was, and it shows how good Joe was. You know what I mean? Like it's a double-edged sword that's kind of good both ways. It's a catch twenty-two. So we're gonna move on. That was number eight. We're gonna move on to number seven. Who do you have as number seven? You go ahead. Start your number seven. No, you go first. All right. I'm shaky between 10 and five. I'll be honest. I'm shaky. Five, one through five, I feel real good about. Okay. So my number seven. Oh, man. My number seven is 
kind of a I'll give you a story about my number seven. All right. I think he's a three-time Rose Bowl winner. My number seven played in a time when the SEC, when the SEC was still segregated. Paul Bear Bryant at the time, Paul Bear Bryant at the time, the Alabama coach, flew out to talk to John McKay. He said, Hey, I need you guys to come play down here. John McKay said, Absolutely not. Bear Bryant then flew Paul McKay down there. Sorry, John McKay flew John McKay down there. He had talked about it. He said, All right, we'll come down here and play you guys, but you guys have to come play us. They agreed to it. This guy went down there, ran all up and down the field, beat him, brought him in the locker room. Bear Bryant said, This is a football player. He's big, he's fast, this and that. That next year, I think Alabama had about 10 football players on their roster in order to catch up. And this guy set the string. He also started the leap over the pile. Well, how do you know this story? This is this sounds very factual. How do you know this? Because I know I know the history of SC running backs. Like you do. <laughs> this, this isn't history. This is like authenticity. This is like like a history person that like knows the facts. This is deep. So. so I will tell you this too. I also will tell you this. They also my freshman year they had a screening of this whole story at SC. Okay. In the theater. Okay. All right. There we go. But. But like you hear the story, you heard the story all the time. I knew about the Bear Bryant story before, like, but I didn't know like the. So we're number seven. Yes. Yeah, my number seven is Sam Bam Cunningham. Oh wow! Before you go, that I will tell you a personal story about Sam Bam Cunningham. Okay. <clears throat> my very first game, Sam Bam comes up to me because I wore thirty nine. Hey, thirty nine, thirty nine. What? I haven't seen a, I have yeah, look, I wore 39. Ooh. Oh, you can't see my number thing. No, like, that... he's like, I haven't seen, you know, I haven't seen a black dude wear 39 in a long time. That's good to see. Like, <laughs> you mean anything? Come talk to me. Like, man, it's good to see you. He was kind of like a mentor. Every time I saw him and he was at the games, he talked to me, always said hello. He was a very standard dude. He was a good dude. Um, he's no longer with us, but all my respects go to Sam Bam Cunningham. He's like, he I would say, like, he started to solidify the name of Tailback U at USC. Okay. Um, so I, I'm just going to be 100. I grew up in Ann Arbor. So my idea, my understanding and connection to USC history is very different than yours. I, I'm glad I know you. Um, <laughs> well, what about a player like, I don't know. No, he's not quite there. I told you my one through five is awesome. But my five through, ooh, is a little like, I'm the, uh. Um, I don't. I, you, you, you just you gonna have to take seven. You gonna take seven, eight, nine. I mean, you <laughs> seven, seven, six. Give me a five. Okay. So, all right. So we're gonna go to six. We're at six. Yeah. Before we go to six, I just want to let you know. I want to let you know this too. Like I told you before, five thirty in the morning. I need to be on the job site. Most Woo! important meal of the day. Breakfast. Can't miss breakfast. How do I eat breakfast? But I have to be able to get through the day. High stress job. Always moving. Got to make things happen. I started taking athletic greens. Athletic greens got me through the day because when you wake up that early morning, by the time you hit nine o'clock, you're starving. So I had to figure out what can I take that's not McDonald's or anything like that. And it's still good for my body. I went with athletic greens. Athletic greens took care of everything. They get me through that nine o'clock wall the 9 a.m. wall. It has over 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food ingredients. They have things in there like 
uh, vitamin C. It's not GMO. Only one gram of sugar. So that's good. That's also good for you. Um, Where was that you, when I was in school? That's what I would like to know, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, Athletic Greens donated over 1.2 million meals to kids in 2020. So they're also charitable. They're not a, they are for profit, but they're not all about the money. They're about making people healthy. Everything is good about Athletic Greens. It has vitamin D. It's a micro habit, big benefits. It also, it's one thing you can do every single day that can, where you can take care of yourself. So when I take Athletic Greens, I drink it, and I know I did something good, and I did not go get a, a egg McMuffin or a sausage McMuffin or grab something through the drive-thru. Hey, but that's right. does hit, but you're it, right. It does hit. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and an arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition is just one scoop and a cup of water. That's it. No need for a million different different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one one <clears throat> a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com backslash salute to Troy. Again, that's athleticgreens.com backslash salute to Troy to take ownership over your health and pick up your ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So if you want to go through the day and not feel like crap, go grab you some athletic greens. And it doesn't taste bad, believe it or not. I'm about to, hey, sign me up. <laughs> you got to give me the free year. You can sign me up. I'm good. It doesn't good. even taste bad. All right, so we're on number six. Okay. Number six. Number six is interesting because it kind of puts you in the middle. Huh? It kind of like, all right, who is number six? Number six is not a big household name, right? I will tell you that. Okay. <clears throat> so I fought this and I fought this and I was like, nope, I'm just going to do it. I don't care if people get upset with me. This dude deserves to be at number six because of what he did when he was there. Let me ask you this question. When was your freshman year? 2003. 2003. Okay, so you just missed him, but you probably heard of him. He was there at the start of Pete. So he was there at the at the very foot of the mountain, but he okay. was very good. He's out of Pasadena, California. He also played receiver. He was a running back. He was a name on the team that was bad, and people still knew who he was. Okay. Um, he was also there when it started. He's one of the names that people know. Like, oh, he was a part of the team that got it started. He played with Troy and all this guy. My number six, because of who he was, what he did, <sighs> very versatile play receiver at times, like I said. He was there when it was bad, knew who he was. He was there when it started to get good. He was a he was actually a fluido part of that team that played against Iowa that won the Orange Bowl with Troy and all them. Okay. My number six is my number six is still Tim McCullough. Okay, I was at the you know. Yeah, I would. I'm on the, I'm hey, he was on my list, but I always you know I try and be fair to say like if I don't know too much, I don't want to dive in, but you know enough to back that up. So yeah, Sutan, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, and did you ever meet him, or you just heard yeah. about him? Uh, no, I've seen him around. I um, and I was young, young, but it's very impressionable, very impressionable. And yeah, you're right. Like right at the tail end, right before it took off. Yep, that's when he was there. He played with Troy and all of them. So that's my number six. Um, 
You're skipping number six because you're nervous. We're getting into the guts I'm of this. I'm taking now. your number six, but okay, I got well, five, one through five. We can go with it. So we're getting into the guts of this now. So these are these these are the top five top running backs all time at USC. That's what you have to keep in mind, right? Now I will say this. I miss Mike Garrett, right? Man, I don't know where to put him because of the people who I have at five. Okay. Mike Garrett belongs on the list, but I don't know. He belongs somewhere between the seven and eight. So don't, I don't want people to be like, oh, well, you forgot Mike Garrett. I don't know where to put Mike Garrett. And I'm going to take that, I guess, that that way out. I don't know where to put him. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a problem with it, I don't care. I don't know where to put them, but Mike Garrett but the, I mean, is one of the on my list, and we and we're teammates here. So yeah, Heisman winner, um, athletic director. He's the one who brought in Pete Carroll. Done so much for USC. Nothing against Mike Garrett. I will tell you this: if you mess up and you have to go see Mr. Garrett, that is not a conversation you want to have. So I've been I've been there where you walk up and you see. Athletes from different sports, you're like, bro, <laughs> yeah, like, awesome? aren't you on the tennis team? Like, yeah, Mr. Garrett wants to see me. Like, oh, we're in trouble. <laughs> it was legit, like going to see, go to the principal. I just you didn't know what, I appreciate that because I, you know, I coach now and I got kids in college and they don't know their ADs. And my mm -hmm. AD was approachable in a good and bad. Like, after it was like, if you ever got whooped by your parents, which I did. It was that hug after the whooping. So you would see him at the track meet. You see him at higher Howard Jones. You'd see him, you know, at the Coliseum. You'd see him on campus and you'd be like, he was like totally relatable. Nowadays, these kids, they don't know their ADs. They don't know. They're like, um, I don't want to say the word invincible, but the AD position is definitely evolved. So Mike Garrett. Yeah. He he does belong on the list. Seven, six. All right. So we're getting into five. Okay. Yeah. So, number five. Number five. <laughs> Man, this is hard. I hate you, SC. Uh, <laughs> number five. <sighs> Man, number five. He, he was a dude. He was deemed the Notre Dame killer. Ran up and down on UCLA. Ran through the Pac-8, I believe, at that time. Great guy. He this was one of the few guys that I thought should be a Heisman winner, but I was surprised when he wasn't a Heisman winner. I'm like, damn, he never won the Heisman. That's crazy. Who would have won it those years? But he didn't win it. But at the end of the day, like he is running back you, he is USC. My number five is Anthony Davis. My number five is Anthony Davis. No, no cap. <laughs> right. No cap. I mean, because you're right, I feel like the stats were high. But I'm not. We're not banking everything on stats. Um, prolific player is some of the research I read on him. Again, I'm not as deep into history. I'm not going to pretend that I am. Um, but yeah, the rivalry between Notre Dame and USC, like he kept that real. Like yeah. was it just real? <laughs> Straight Notre Dame killer. Like so, Anthony. Like you can't argue Anthony Davis top five running back. Like yeah, I think that's, tell a, your that's a great pay, place for him. Like you said, that five is like five. You enter in kind of like the trenches, and then. The five and below is not bad, but they're deserving of being on the list. Right. So, like, yeah, he, yeah, he, 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 like, 
he's the foundation of what a running a USC running back is. All of them are, but like when you talk about like elite USC running back, like he's that foundation of it. That's why when like did you say, say Pack Eight? Yeah, back then it was the Pack Eight. They didn't they didn't have Arizona in there. <laughs> now we got like Pack. We don't even know. It's like twelve. Yeah. 10 or 8. It might be Pac-8 right now given the departure of USC. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, it's the Pac-10 because it's the Pac-12, so it'll be the Pac-10 oh, yeah. again. Yep. Yeah. But, yeah, so... And you agree with me, so it oh, looks yeah. like I'm going in the right direction. We might. We, we trending. We trending. So, number four. Number four was actually was actually the starting running back when Marcus Allen got there. Believe it or not. Okay. They had to put him on the field at the same time because Marcus Allen was so good. Um they put him at they put Marcus Allen at fullback and he played running back. Number four was a dude. I want to check to see before I say this because I can't remember if his numbers in the end zone. Get your facts straight. No, I'm gonna check and see. I don't care. Yeah, it's gonna get real dicey because you are. Yep, down. yep. Yeah, he did. He did win the Heisman, so he's he's one of the Heisman winners on the list. Okay, did win the Heisman, right? So my number four running back, Charles White. Okay. Yeah. Okay. My number four is OJ Simpson. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that. No, you have to take that back. No, <laughs> I mean, no, no, no. I mean, yeah. it's, it's it's your opinion. It's your opinion. You're right. It you, is. You're number four. Is OJ I mean, you number one at ten. So you know that we we, we why can't OJ be number four? He's, that's the juice, man. He is like he's that's juice. the juice. He's the straight up juice. The juice in more than a few ways. And not even joking <laughs> on that. But I didn't realize that he came from a junior college. Again, mm-hmm. those want to judge me because, oh, she's not a – no, I'm an athlete. I like to see the whole package. Wonderful. Two years and to do what he what he did, impressive. Impressive. Yeah. Give the oh, – that's a whole other conversation about giving him his Heisman back. But if you're going to take his Heisman, you definitely – They didn't take his. He still has it. He still has well, it. It, oh, my point exactly. The fact that he has his sitting up in the heritage and my boy Reggie's is sitting in somebody, some old CEO of a of an NCAA office collecting dust. Right. That's another. No, I agree. But so, yeah, the juice. <laughs> OJ, the juice, man. All right. Well, things are about to get interesting here. They're about to get real interesting. Because we're on what, number four? We're at four. We just did number four. We're on number three. No, he was. Yeah, he's four. Yep. My Great. four was my four is Anthony. My four is Charles White. Yep. Your your four was OJ Simpson. Oh, so yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go first. I'm gonna let you do your number three because I want to see your reaction after I tell you my number three. But I want you to get your number three out the way. So go ahead, you oh, well, you tell me your number three. People are gonna stop listening after I say this because then they're gonna know what my number one and number two are. It doesn't matter. They won't know who my number one and number two are. So it doesn't matter. All It'll right. Be fine. So we're on number three, right? Three. Marcus Allen. <laughs> okay. You know what? You know what? You know what? They gonna well, kick me. They gonna be like, oh. Shit, they won't because I because I can't figure out who your number two is. I can't think of your number two off the top of my head right now. 
Okay. Like I didn't write your list down. Yeah, this is sure. all. Uh, yeah, we didn't plan this. Yeah. So. No, um, but like you have you you have OJ at four, so I know who your number one would be. So who would be your number two? Well, but to talk about OJ and Marcus Allen again, and and people could say this has nothing to do, but it's like witnessing LeBron and witnessing Dr. J and seeing Michael Jordan, like the argument of who's best, who's the greatest. It's what I witnessed in my perspective <coughs> and the impact they had on me. So I'm not taking anything away from Marcus Allen, any guys that played in the seventies, eighties, they set that foundation, but obviously the impact that um, OJ Simpson or are we going to, are we, are we creeping up? Do I say who are we saying my number two? No, don't say your number two. Hold your okay. number two. So the impact that some of the running backs that I listed, they had an impact on me differently than maybe what the perception of what stats or what accolades, right? So Marcus Allen, I think he's an historic pillar stone to not just USC football, to college football. He just right. had, he's a different era for me. So no, when I see you on the sideline, Marcus, don't, don't be shade. Don't be no shade. Okay. So, so, so. Marcus Allen is in my top three, and Marcus Allen is a top three all-time running back at USC. I'm not going to take that from him. Like, I don't like – I think that's kind of low me personally, but I, I have nothing against – I will say this. Um, you're, You grew up in the Midwest. You, you weren't a football player, so you knew what was on the cover of football, I guess you could say. So I'm not – and, and, like, right now it's like, okay, like, we're we're working through this. When we get into the season and you start showing emotion because of what you have for the Trojan, like people will understand. You know what I mean? Like that's 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 what you're here I for. Did. So like, like I mean, like Tyrone Wheatley is who I grew up watching. Frank right, Gore. right. It's very different. They're still solid, but they're not USC. So yeah, I'm a little bit of a fan girl <clears throat> more of this topic than I am. You're right. Thank you for giving me that. I appreciate. No, it. no, no problem. I'm just I'm I'm more protecting you because they're gonna come at us. Come. You know why? Because my number three is Reggie Bush. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I want to hear. I want to hear this. And <clears throat> this is so, not easy. I mean, it's not. And my top three, my top three is they could be one, two, three on anybody's list, right? They could be one, two, three on anybody's list. You can put them in any order. But for me, my number three is Reggie Bush. Okay. And I always look at it like this, and I have this argument all the time with people who are LeBron fans, right? And and I always say, like, all right, did LeBron is LeBron really better than Kobe? I'm not Kobe, sorry. Is LeBron really better than Jordan? Right? He broke all the records in this net. Like, okay, he's all time scoring leader, but he played thousands of more games than Michael Jordan. What would Michael Jordan have done if he played the same amount of games? Everybody has, everybody forgets Michael Jordan sat out a whole year, went and killed it in professional baseball, came back and won three titles. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so you have things like the flu game. And, and I even kind of figure like LeBron's not really better than Kobe. People forget that Kobe dropped 81 in the game. He tore the people also forget that Kobe tore his Achilles at half court, walked to the free throw line, shot two free throws and made them, and wanted to stay in the game. Like there's so many things that I factor in, like what is my best, right? Let's be 100 as an athlete. Right. So what Reggie is, is that what does Kyle Kobe Bryant look like if there is no never a Michael Jordan? No, what you're right. Like so, let's just 
And who is everybody chasing? Everybody's chasing Jordan because and Jordan. What number, Le- what number does LeBron James wear? Right. Exactly. Right. So like, <laughs> so like Reggie is an outstanding athlete. Don't take anything for Reggie. What he did. I, my, I remember my senior year of high school. I was at the Fresno state game. I like, was, that would have been my freshman year in college. He killed, he killed, he killed it at the Fresno state game. Well deserved. He's a Heisman Trophy winner in my eyes. If I was the AD at SC, I will put the number five back in the end zone, retire that number, keep it to tradition because he didn't do anything. He, like I said, he he played receiver, played running back, returned kicks. He was outstanding. Like you know, you get the free tickets. I thought it was at the UCLA game that year, and it was <laughs> it was the it was the year that it was the year that they lost to Texas in the national championship. Like, I, was there and I was in that end zone, life changing. Right. Yeah. So it's just like Reggie is like one of the all time greatest running backs. But to me, he is not the all time greatest running back at USC. Okay. That's he's fair. the third all time, right? Third, and as in third all time at USC, like that's like best in the universe, hands down. I'll take, I'll take that. If, if we, if we legit had ESPN credibility, I would tell my kids, I'm the third, I'm the third all-time running back according to ESPN at USC. Boy, you better listen to me. You know what I mean? So it's like, like that, that's, that's something we're talking about. Like, so that's, that's why I have Reggie as my number three. We're rolling into the top two, rolling into the top two running back. So I'm going to do my number two because I can't, I, I really can't, I can't picture, like, I'm trying to run the list through my head. Who would you have at number two? But I, I just can't, I can't figure you it can't, out. You can't think of who my number one is. That's what's throwing off your number two. Because my number one, you're going to be like, can't. I have an I have idea who number who your number one is. Oh, I have okay. an idea. Like, if it's, I, I'm, but I'm going with the common trend. Like, oh, of course, this who her number one would be. Okay. Because the time she was there, like. You're right. Uh like so i'm rolling with the trend so that's why i'm kind of stuck on number two but my number two my number two is another heisman winner so we're like four heisman winners now right (laughs) charles white reggie bush here's another heisman winner the man marcus allen and that's your number two that's my number two marcus allen is number two there's no there's no arguments there. There's no arguments. So my thing is like, what can you say about Marcus Allen, right? Like he was he right. He ran up and down the field. He was the man. Like I know pro doesn't matter, but he you know how when you watch the videos and they be on the classic, this yeah. this guy doesn't look like he's on the classic. That looks like game time, real time, Madden like mm-hmm. There's not a beat there. I mean, it's it's almost futuristic the capabilities he's doing. And you're 100% right about that. Marcus Allen was ahead of his time when he was playing. Like, brute force, speed, like, he's big. Like, if you've never stood next to Marcus Allen, Marcus Allen's like 6'2". Bro, I like, see what He can get it right now on the sideline. Right. You see him out there. like <laughs> Right, yeah. Like, Marcus Allen's like 6'2". He's not a little dude. Like, he just steamrolled through everybody. Like, man, like, he was way ahead of his time. He what he did at SC, like you can't even you can't argue it, right? You, I mean, you could be like, oh, you could be like, oh, Reggie, Reggie's better than Marcus Allen. Okay, that's fine. I won't argue that. Cool, he's Reggie's better than Marcus Allen. All right, that's your opinion. I think Marcus Allen, like, but he, I think Marcus Allen, it, I just think he was just the man, right? And I, I didn't even grow up 
when Marcus Allen was playing. But I remember when I was young watching like little clips with Marcus Allen at SC, and I'm like, oh man, this dude is like a pro playing <laughs> with kids. Like, so oh, wow. like that's why I put Marcus Allen at number two. Like, like, like you, you, you nailed it. You legit nailed it. Like he was way ahead of the talent he was playing with at that. Marcus Allen right now, with that talent that he had then in, oh, yeah. in the early, late 70s and the 80s, will still be able to keep up and be the same legit dude that he was. Same Heisman, same pro career, everything. I don't think see anything different with Marcus Allen. I got to touch on that because that takes me back to like the, the, the whole LeBron thing. And I'm not at all, it's not a hater. Does LeBron survive in the era where Pippen, Rodman, throwing bows, elbows? This era, you get poked in the eye, bro, you're a straight Hollywood actor. You're rolling on the floor. You're like in the stand. You falling out. So you're right. You take certain athletes now, drop them off in when they throw real bros. Drop them off with some leather heads. Are they still athletes? You take Marcus Allen, throw him on the cover of Madden right now. Not missing a beat. Yeah. Don't put him on Madden because that's a curse. Yeah, don't put him on Madden. Let, let, let's put him on the that's ESPN right. magazine or something like that. But don't put him on Madden. Yeah. We don't want to curse him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, it's your turn. It's your two. turn. What is your number two? My number two is a Heisman Trophy winner, which is very important. My my number two is a Super Bowl champion. My number two um, had, the, I believe, still has the highest selling jersey. At USC, that might change with your your, your recent um, QB. You guys, we got it would be Reggie Bush. Oh wow! All right, I'm really thrown off. I don't even know who you have at number one. Yep, no, I right. thought I, I I thought I thought your number one would be Reggie Bush. Oh yeah, so Reggie, we kind of talked about it when I say like the thunder and lightning. Um, he revolutionized, and I just remember seeing him. And again, I, you touched on. I'm a Midwest girl. I saw Barry Sanders growing up. And with a sorry Lions team, but Barry Sanders, the way he would run through people, uh, similar to like a Marshawn Lynch, just trucking them down. When I got to USC, I'm like, dang, like this guy's like Barry Sanders. <laughs> like a freshman year when he ran through Fresno, like, bro, what's going on? Um, so just seeing him do remarkable things. And then also, I- I'm going to be personal for those of you that doesn't have the luxury. Like I've trained side by side with him in the weight room. I've done 6 a.m. workouts with him. I've seen this guy's work ethic. Um, I've seen him never really complain too much about anything and get the job done. So it's more than just his stats. It's more than just the accolades. It's even um, there's more of a personal connection there. Like we share no takers. But then I saw this guy go run up 70 points at Fresno State. So. Reggie Bush, number two all-time USC running back, Kansas State. Yeah, I will say this: like I've never met Reggie. I've seen him like walking by, say, "Hey, what's up?" But everybody says like Reggie wasn't your typical athlete as far as like like he was very quiet, like he kind of kept to himself. He's not your typical skilled player, right? Yeah, yeah. Like he's he had more of a quarterback mindset. Like you never really saw him at the club. Like he was doing his thing because never he was Reggie. Yeah, you never like he was doing his thing because he was Reggie because everybody wanted a piece of Reggie, but it was just like he was so like low key. It was kind of like it, yeah. it, it was that laser focus, and you respected uh you respected his hustle. There was guys that were on the coattails of what he was doing, and it, it showed they didn't pan out in the league, or maybe who knows, they're even their co- collegiate career, but there was always something special about him. And I just respected him as, a, as an entire athlete. And then to just see this same guy that we would be studying, or we were poli sci majors, learn about 
just goofy stuff. And then to see him do remarkable things, backflips, I'm like, oh, we doing that? Like, I didn't see, they didn't see <laughs> that. So yeah, we yeah. the trophy winner, Super Bowl, um, and, and, and integrity. If they would have dared taken my Heisman trophy, I would act a complete fool. This guy, <laughs> and he's had, he, he still maintained composure in class, even though they drug him like he like he murdered somebody or took weed. And I will say this about Reggie, too, like you said about class, like he was banned from the SC campus. Like SC told him like he could not come on campus when that whole thing happened for like a good while. And then he got the job of Fox Sports and like they were kind of backed into a corner. But then they were like, man, you know what? We should just welcome this dude back. Like, he's not doing anything that he didn't do anything that nobody else did. And now, like, he took the welcome with open arms, like, and like, water under the bridge and kept moving. Like, it was great. So he is an up class dude, too. You're going to have to take your thing down or put your hand behind it. Look, <laughs> put, it, put it behind the phone like that. Oh, like this. Yeah. Oh. Nope, I lost it. Who is it? Two Heisman Trophy winners from USC. Oh, that's Reggie and uh, who's that? Is that Marcus Allen and Reggie? It is. Not. It is his okay. Mar mm. uh, Reggie Bush and Matt Leinart. Oh, nice. There you go. On the Fox Studios in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Oh, there you go. Yep. My God. Did they remember you? Did they? Were oh, they, did they? Did they? Let look. <laughs> we, go, we go back, back when Reggie used to have a, um, a an Impala, and Matt Leinart had a Ranger, a Ford Ranger. Oh, there you go. So we'll keep it there. That's a whole nother podcast. But yeah, uh, Reggie Bush, just just pure athleticism, and that's a track guy too. He's like California. Um, I don't think he was a state champ, but when you guys have CIF finals, yeah, you know we have state, we have state. Yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if he's a state champion, but I know he um, contributed to like some four by ones and he, he's a big, big advocate for track. And he told me when I saw him at um, the studio said he said that he wanted to do both. But football was kind of like, eh, and now it's a little bit more accepted to do both. So he would have loved yeah. to run track at USC. He might have some. He definitely don't have no eligibility. Never mind. <laughs> it's gone. That's gone. That's gone. And, and I don't think he still has what he had back when he was 19 years old. Nah, he's on to golf now. He's a golf. Player. Yeah, there you go. So we're on number one. Yeah. Number one. We're on our top. What's your number one? Because you named some heavy hitters. But who haven't I named yet? That's the question. That's all. I'm trying to figure out your number one. I know who my number one is. I know. I... My number one. I'll go. My number one to me is the Michael Jordan of USC running backs. I think this guy. Laid the foundation for USC running backs. He played in the 60s. I don't care. But what he did, this is another dude, 6'1", 6'1 and a half. He was probably about 215 when he was playing. Okay. He has a shady past, and it's fine. Okay. And I deal with the shady past because what he did on the field while he was at SC was remarkable. Everything that you think of a USC running back, you're like, is, he, is it to this standard? Right, they you don't, and so this is why he's my number one. You don't set USC running backs to Reggie Bush, you don't set USC running backs to Marcus Allen, you set USC running backs to this guy. Everything it's to this guy is he set to this guy? Let's take the pass out, let's take all the trouble he got into out, which people probably figured out who it is by now. But 
when you think of the standard, like, is it this guy? Has a Heisman, retired number, jersey in the end zone, number 32, the juice. OJ Simpson is my all-time favorite running, all-time running back at USC. The shady pass, like OJ is with his USC impact. Right. That's what I said. It has nothing to do with it. Let's let's take all that out. When you think of USC running backs, like, damn, is he like OJ? You know what I mean? Like, damn, is he like OJ? Like, how do we still know who OJ is? OJ played in the 60s. Bro, how do we still know OJ? And he not shady past, like controversial, like most famous trial ever. And he's still associated. You know, typically people will throw that shade and be like, oh, it's like a Barry Bonds. Got the yeah. Right. But yeah, OJ, the juice man, I think that might be some space that people might have their feelings. But you get to talk about OJ, they might be like, yeah, I got to agree with you. And I I didn't know he went to a junior college. So you're talking about he didn't even have the same four years as everybody else and still got that done. Right. What you know? Yeah. And like I said, he sets the standard for USC running backs. He is the standard. And there's has been some guys who came and competed with him. Reggie, Marcus Allen. Right. But he is the standard. For USC running backs. Okay, well, my number one, you're in, you had him on your list. Not a Heisman Trophy winner. Left uh, left USC early, which probably impacted what his overall impact would be. Um, and he was the thunder to the lightning. Is Lindell White? Your number one is Lindell. <laughs> okay. Yep. Please, please, please go gentle on her in the comments. I know, I know. It's, <laughs> please go gentle on her in the comments. When I tell you, when I tell you, and that's why you know we look. I had Lindell, Reggie, and and Marcus Allen, and again, we talked about the impact. I was a student athlete at USC and saw Lindell White. I was a student athlete. I've seen this guy, and I'm gonna just keep it real. And they'll say it. Lindell was a bit lazy. He was a bit of a lazy athlete, did the bare minimum, and he went out there and performed and always was impressive. Overall, hands down, left early, thunders to the lightning, any place else, he's not USC. He's the all-time greatest running back at someone else's school. Fair. No doubt. No doubt. Without and, a doubt. And that's my, um, and yeah, that, the thunder to the lightning and not that Reggie isn't incredible, but again, like we talked about, it's like I can get my hair done at the salon with somebody that's got all these um, certificates, or I can go to my homies, the auntie's kitchen and have my stuff laid right. So I love the notable um, recognition with um, with accolades and awards and Heisman for sure. But we also know there are some pretty incredible quarterbacks like uh, Lamar Jackson, or you could name plenty that don't have those accolades that are great athletes, right? So Lindell, I feel like on paper, doesn't have all the stats, but when you see him play, um, when you see him train, he's at thunder. I will say this. There were a lot of games where Lindell White had to get the game going. So I'm going to support your argument here. Like there were a lot of games for three years. No, not so much. They have, they, honestly, their year was like a, two, they're kind of had like a two year run because Reggie came on as a freshman and then Lindell really didn't get any carries. And the next year it was Lindell and Reggie. But I would and Lindell White is at one point was like the all time leading touchdown holder at USC. But, like I said, there were games where you're like, damn, they, they, they're they playing the run. They're playing the run. And all of a sudden, they start giving the ball to 21. 21's getting six yards of carry, 12 yards of carry. Next thing you know, 21's down the sideline. You know what I mean? It's like 
moving the change. And then if you, like you said, it's the impact. So if you, I don't understand, I didn't play football, but I understand enough. You got to move the change. It's a game of inches. So spectacular 99 run, those are fantastic, <clears throat> but it's all about moving those chains. And that was what Lindell did for USC, um, contributed to those Rose Bowls, national championships and cut short, you know, went to NFL. He got a little bit of a controversial public figure. So I'm sure that is not as, as shiny as USC would like, but he he's from the other side of the tracks in Colorado that people don't know about. He people is, just, well, people just think Colorado was Vail. Everybody knows about it now. Everybody knows about it now. So uh, yeah, it's definitely a different perspective seeing the Thunder and the Lightning as a duo. And then I think it impacts a little bit of Reggie's, even their careers. Like Reggie just wasn't an every down back, but because he was part of that USC culture, they throw him in in the NFL and he didn't have quite the same success until he got to a team that knew how to use them. But when you had Lindell and Reggie as that package, it, it just, you know, I'll leave no. it there. We talk yeah. about USC. No, I got you. No, 100%. I, yeah. So I just want to let you know that they're going to execute you in the comments. I just want to let you know that. <laughs> I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. You know what? My boy Lindell is from the other side of the track. So that's all I <laughs> They're, they're going to execute you in the comments. But it, I understand what you're saying. Like, I, I, there's a, He's not my number one, and I, I now I get why you're like that's why I'm like who is it? But now I get why you're like damn, you got him right down there, like but. And it's honestly when you just said when you think of USC running, it's very different. <laughs> like my experience versus a fan, I was in in the era. So what right. I see, like as an athlete on the sideline of Lindell White, is very different than what people turn in and catch highlights and glimpses. So no, I, no, one hundred percent. You saw every single, you saw every single rep, every, every single whole game. Every yeah. single game, and I'll never forget. I'll never forget us walking and them having Reggie's jersey sitting in the bookstore, and Lindell just never was a jealousy type of thing, but just feeling some type of way that Reggie was always the golden child until you know afterwards. It was he had an image. Um, he fitted. He fit that USC cookie cutter, and there was nothing wrong with that. But Lindell had grit to him. He had an edge to him, um, and you loved him. He will he let you know how he felt. With no problem. And at USC, <laughs> um, you know, sometimes we, we are the, the university of spoiled children. So we like to look yeah. a certain type of way. I, I so hate that they say. I hate, I'm in Chicago, Michigan. <laughs> I hate the fact they say that we're the uni university of spoiled children and we're way tougher than UCLA. <laughs> I, I just don't understand that. Like, we're way tougher than UCLA. Of course. UCLA 75-88 dual meet. You see how we there do you go. <laughs> Hey, so... It's been fun. I enjoyed it. We want to thank all you guys for listening. We want to thank all you guys for tuning in. We had a big, big turnout last week. I don't know if it's because of my new co-host and all her popularity. Apparently, I wasn't that popular. We want you guys to keep liking, keep subscribing, leave comments. If you see if you see Candace Davis Price for con reply, you better be ready because she's gonna come with some fire now. Like oh, yeah, she got something. Not to mention, we already know my husband UCLA, but he's from Crenshaw High School, so he's from the actual streets of Los Angeles. So come <laughs> and bring the heat. I got the goon squad ready. So yeah, it it we we appreciate every we appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, it's been fun, Candace. We got through the top ten, and. It is, it, it, it's a little controversial. I think there's going to be a lot of people who have a lot to say. I am. I mean, the best part about this is, for the most part, I would say we were like 80% the same. Um, 
but it's it's different, I think, because we're still, we were athletes and I knew most of these people. I would love and welcome someone that saw Marcus Allen playing the Coliseum. Like that's mind blowing. So please, shit, me too. Yeah, sh- share that <laughs> comment, share that experience. Hell, send me a link to something I've probably never seen before. What I've seen, it's been my dad watching him. And Marcus Allen is a very active alumni at USC. So I've been fortunate enough to interact with him on a different level than seeing him as a, a megastar running back. So I think that's affected it too. So next, so so me and Ryan has accomplished a little bit. We've accomplished uh receivers, we accomplished defensive backs. I think we just did safeties. So what we have Big when I was at school, we had some big time. Yeah, so we did receivers, we did safeties. Okay, so we have linebackers, offensive line, and D line next. Who did QBs? Well, we have quarterbacks too. We have quarterbacks left. That could get real crazy. So when I was looking at quarterbacks, when I was looking at quarterbacks, so we want to do offense, defense. So we got to do a defense. So we need to do linebackers or D line next. Okay, but. Oh, when you look at when you look at quarterbacks, there's really not a lot of good. There's not ten that you'd be like. You could put a ten a ten list together, but yeah. like, it's 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 kind of top heavy. But when we get to you, you'll see. Yeah, like, see but the running backs for sure. You could go ten, but some of the positions, yeah. Yeah, so like, what do like you? John David up? Booty might make the top ten quarterbacks. <laughs> John David Booty has the all time <laughs> touchdown record in the Rose Bowl. Why not? You know what I mean? Like JD, my hey, JD. Shout out to Shreveport, Louisiana. <laughs> JD, hey, JD was a winner. JD won. He never had a losing season, and he lost what five games his whole college career as a starter. Like, hey, get all JD's back. You know what I mean? Well, but he could do the top not quarterbacks at USC. Okay, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah, we'll get that together. We'll get a list. We'll get another poll out. Like I said, we want to thank you guys for watching. Uh, if you want to put your, your race in this weekend for Kentucky Derby, don't forget to go to bed online. If you want to be healthy, don't forget to chug some athletic greens every morning and get you going. Candace, I always appreciate you. This is fun. We're going to have a great year together. Um, we will see you guys next week. This is the Bet Online Salute Detroit podcast. You know how it goes. Live free. Fight on.